Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is John Tunger, and you're listening to 4-Minute Finance. It seems like I've been gone for so long. It has been about a week and a half since I've posted my last episode, and I'm excited to be back. Work has been crazy, and it's going to be crazy for another two weeks or so, but I'm going to try my best to get at least three episodes out this week and get back to my normal cadence really soon. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what's going on in the stock market in just a week and a half. It seems like so much has changed. It's been going up and then down and up and down, and so I want to talk about what's going on and what I think is going to happen right around the corner because that's really important and it's important for us to look out for. And at the end of the episode, I'll give you a four-minute fun update. A lot of crazy things have been happening with Spotify. DraftKings is starting to level out to a normal price again. And then later this week, I'm going to be talking about my biggest mistake in the stock market, how I lost the most money I've ever lost, thousands of dollars on a single stock, and how you can avoid that mistake and we can better understand how to set up our portfolios for success. All right, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What's going on with the stock market? Let's get started. Be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. This is that famous quote from Warren Buffett. We've talked about it before. Famous investor, yada, yada, yada. But it's the quote about when you should be buying stocks. You should be careful when people are just being greedy and buying everything up because that probably means the market's going to crash. You should be greedy when other people are fearful because that means that there's opportunities to buy. CNN Business took this quote to the extreme and built a tool that tells us when the market as a whole is being greedy or is being fearful, and they call it the Fear and Greed Index. It basically tracks index funds, bonds, how stocks are being sold or bought, and depending on the certain patterns, they can tell if the market is being fearful or greedy, and it's meant to be able to help investors like us measure now might be a good time to buy. If you've never seen this index before, it's in the link of the show notes. It's sort of like a car speedometer where if you're going slow, fear is on the left side. And if you're going really fast and flooring it and the speedometer goes to the right, that is the greedy side. But what happens when the arm of the speedometer is straight up and down, right in the middle of greedy and fearful? Well, that's exactly what we have right now. And it's a perfect summation of what's going on in the stock market. It seems like the market is holding its breath right now, just waiting to see what happens next. In the short term, here are the things that you need to look out for. Q2 or quarter two earnings are right around the corner. In quarter one, it was the definition of the better than expected economy. We said, oh, look what's happening to the market. It's actually way better than everyone was expecting. And that sent stocks soaring. In quarter two, we're going to get a really accurate picture of what's actually been happening to a lot of these businesses in the midst of COVID-19. Will it be a repeat of better than expected? Or are people already expecting bigger things? And that's why the stock market is up. And we could see a decline because of a bunch of companies all at once reporting less than expected earnings. That's what would take the market down really quickly. A lot of the big finance news talking heads that at least I follow on social media or the news, they seem to be thinking that the market is probably going to decline here sooner than later, which weirdly enough is probably a sign that it's going to keep going up when that general wave of consensus seems to be happening. Like Warren Buffett said, it seems to go in the other direction. And so I'm expecting to see 
larger general shifts in specific industries rather than in the economy as a whole when it comes to Q2 earnings. For example, and I haven't dug into this data, but for the restaurant industry, if all of a sudden they're doing better than expected with online orders and things with Uber Eats and Postmates, and all of a sudden those earnings come better than expected, I could see those stocks and companies as a whole starting to rise. But in a lot of social media stocks, we saw them rise a ton in the midst of quarter one earnings. And so if they can't continue to live up to that hype, I could see them taking a decline and going back to around those quarter one levels. Now, the second big thing that I'm thinking about, and this is when it comes to that large economic domino that if it falls, it causes a bunch of things around it to fall, which could then send the stock market downwards really fast, is large commercial real estate investors or investment funds going delinquent on their massive properties. And if this happens at a very large scale, that would really hurt the economy. Two crazy examples that are really sticking out is that the Mall of America has gone over 60 days delinquent on their mortgage payment of $1.4 billion. They're 60 days delinquent. Another crazy example is a large investment group, the Blackstone Group. They're more than 30 days delinquent on a $273 million of debt that's tied to a portfolio of business hotels. These are signs that these large real estate investors are considering walking away completely from properties in the pandemic economy. So we'll tuck that nugget away and keep an eye on it and really see if it snowballs. But like always, remember to be checking on the companies that you're investing in. We're trying to invest in pandemic-proof companies. And this leads me to my 4-Minute Fund update. The 4-Minute Fund is where I invest my own dollars into the stock market, into growth companies. So this is not including my retirement account. And I'm trying to be totally transparent on how it's doing as a whole. I'm stoked to say that the portfolio is up 55%, which is about $3,700. Spotify has been leading the charge. It has skyrocketed over 30% since last time I gave this update. Thank you to deals with Kim Kardashian, a deal where Comcast is offering Spotify accounts to all of their users, and the relentless approach to making themselves the best product for podcasts. As a whole, I'm up 85% from when I first bought Spotify. Up next, we have Purple Mattress, which continues to thrive with higher margins when we're still on lockdown and people are buying directly from their website, currently up 43%. Up next, we have DraftKings, which has leveled out. At one point, we were up about 70%, and now we're up 51%. I expect this to continue to go up if sports news continues to be really good and they come back here in the fall. And lastly, Delta has also leveled out. We're now up 24%. I expect this one to be extra volatile as news about the second wave continues to come out. Tune in later this week to hear about my biggest stock trading mistake and how I'm considering investing in the stock once again. Until next time, TTYL.